This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, hanging out with Travis from a band called Nine Left Dead. Here we go. All right, Travis, dude, look, look, let me tell you something, man. I don't talk to a lot of bands from Oklahoma, okay? I, I just don't. Yeah. You For guys sure. are from Oklahoma. You're about, what, 30 minutes up the road from me. And yep. it was, is, 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 do you guys live in Chickasha or Amber, Oklahoma? or Used to live in Amber, but I'm in Chickasha now, so. I feel like Amber, Oklahoma is one of those towns where, like, when the tornadoes are going off, and the news comes on, they say one of those towns, and I'm like, oh, I never heard of that town before. I feel like yeah. that's Amber, Oklahoma, right? That's Amber. That's Amber. We're the, oh. we're the people out there in the lawn chairs watching the tornadoes go by. <laughs> where, is, where is Amber? How far are you from Oklahoma City? What are we, like, maybe 20 minutes? Yeah. So not it's, far, just, like, towards no, Chickasha, I guess, right? Literally in between Tuttle and Chickasha. It's like those towns, if you speed through, you get pulled over. If not, you'll see a gas station, and that's it. How There's the more. fuck How the fuck do you get a rock band in Amber, Oklahoma, and find <laughs> out the people? Because population is, like, what, fucking uh, a few hundred, maybe a thousand? Yeah, yeah it's low. It's low. So, so when you decided to – because you're – I would assume you're kind of the head leader uh, or – singer songwriter uh main person of nine left dead is that right yes yeah, i started it all me and actually my cousin so that made it kind of easy because we both lived around that area so yeah we've wasn't very big selection of people to pick from and it just kind of worked out to where we met some people and we had to branch out we got some guys that came out of the city in different areas and that's been kind of the Saving grace of it because there's about three musicians from Amber. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it has to be. It has to be hard being from a small town. Like I live, you know, I live in Yukon, Oklahoma. I say Oklahoma City because you know, pretty much Oklahoma City. Uh, yeah. But being from you know from a small town in Oklahoma or a small town really anywhere you live, 
it's kind of hard to find musicians to play music with you. And not only that, like, you could find them, but they may not be good. Right. Yeah. And that was, so that we, was kind of the headache there was, it was, we're trying to, you know, I have big dreams trying to make it to the next level. And it's like, I mean, I'm glad you know all these country covers, but that's not going to help us get to where I want to go, you know? So it's like, yeah. I'm not trying to stand at the bar and play covers anymore, guys. <laughs> yeah, and one thing I noticed, and, you know, I'm happy I get to talk to you in Oklahoma because I get to kind of, you know, air my dirty laundry about things I want to say, okay? In yeah. Oklahoma, if you are not a cover band, it is so hard to get shows. Yeah, you know, like See, Hinder, Hinder, Hinder did it. Hinder did it. They're from Oklahoma. Right. They did it. But for the most part, it's fucking hard, man. To, yeah. If you're not doing cover songs, it's like, nope, we don't want you to play at our. Like, no one knows your music. Don't play at our gig. So, how hard is it for you guys to get shows without with doing your own music and not uh, cover songs? It, it's it's hard to make money at playing shows when you're not a cover band. But we we do pretty well on getting shows because we've you know we put our years in, took our licks. And, you know, established our sound. And so we're, we're pretty hooked up with some promoters that help us stay to where we're at least doing a show here and there, you know, like once or twice a month on like major national bands coming through as openers and stuff, which, you know, it, we take what we can get because we get to play to our fan base that comes out, but we get to steal their fan base as they bring them, you know, because they're not they're not coming to see us. Ninety percent of the people that are there, they're coming to watch the bands that are coming from national level. And then they hear about us or if they've heard of us, they don't really know if we're good or not. And then they catch us and they're like, shit you guys are the real deal you know so that's that's yeah. what we take advantage of you know no one gives a fuck about the opening band dude they no, should no. they should give a fuck though about the opening band they yeah. need to they need yeah. to so here's what i ask you man you guys sound good so there was a guy i was in chickasha uh <laughs> about a month ago i guess maybe three weeks ago a month ago i hit you up probably about a month or so yep. there was a guy named lenny okay that i met yep. and we were talking about music and he was like yeah check out this band called nine left dead he showed me you guys' music. I was like, dude, let's get him on the podcast. And you know what? You guys have been around for quite a while. Now, the band did break up for a little yep. bit. So yep. tell me the story about the band breakup, coming back together, same members, not same members, same music, not same music. What's going on? And the name Nine Left Dead. Is that <laughs> your real question? <laughs> I know. Well, I normally don't give a fuck like why someone names their band name what they name them because it's right. nothing. It's just like a cool name, you know, or right. some either that or somebody makes them some bullshit story that I don't care that's, about. That's what a lot of it is is bullshit stories. But this yeah. is get reasoning. I'll get to that. But as far as <laughs> as far as the band, like you know, we got out there. We were touring. We were doing the national thing, and that's when we had started. We won a, a battle of the bands here. And part of what we won was to get to go in and record with Cody Hansen, the drummer from Hinder. So we got to go in and write a song. The song we wrote like blew up overnight. And it was literally a couple of days later, we got the offer to play Catfest, which is our big festival here. And then like right after we played that, that night, Cody had hit us up about signing us to manage us. And the reason was because we'd already been reached out to by Warner for a record deal because they heard that one song. So then we went and did the album with Cody and that's when we started touring, but it, it took a, it took a rough road, you know, like we had guys that just weren't ready to do the work and they wanted to get out and party and do stuff, which, you know, you could do as a rock star, but not as an up and coming band. And they didn't put in the work. So we failed. And then the sub label that we were on, which was Dirtbag at the time, they oh, yeah, kind of they around and uh, we actually had some bad stuff going with them. So between that, the bad taste of the band member, not band members, not in the work and, 
then stuff kind of we just they weren't going to release the second single and so we took a break and i just got burnt out and i was like i had to step away i was burnt i didn't want to do it anymore so i was kind of quitting forever but forever what, people, what people don't realize is when you're in a band you got to take it as a business it is a business you can party no. like a rock star whatever it's this ain't fucking 1965 anymore 1970 right. you know uh, when you're in a band nowadays, it's 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 literally a business, and you can't just party. You have to like yep. practice and push content out there, and you yep. have to form like a business plan. And so you're old. So you were signed to a record label called Dirtbag, right? Right. And you're no longer signed to them. Correct. Yeah. Because they suck, Dick. <laughs> they, they, got, they got some good guys that are still doing the clothing company. Those guys are awesome. The one guy kind of is it Dirtback Clothing? Is that the name of yeah. their? Uh, okay, yeah. You they, know what? They were they were a label at the time, but the label is no longer. And the guy that took over the clothing was actually one of the guys that was doing a little bit of both. He's a good dude, John. But the the guy that was in charge of doing the stuff we were for the label, he hosed us pretty bad on some stuff. That, see, you know, I've seen them because I do the podcast, talk to a bunch of bands. And I've seen dirtbag clothing here and there. They sponsor some other podcasters. Yeah. They never hit me up, you know. Yeah. But you know what? Fuck them. I don't care. Like, like <laughs> and you, know, you, know what? And you know what? The cat, the uh, cat fest, right? It's Oklahoma thing. Dude, right. fuck, fuck the cat, dude. Like the whole radio station is bullshit. I met one of their, uh, and I'm sorry, dude. I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. You know. <laughs> I, I, the one of the guys from the cat, I met him at some concert recently with a band called Hyperdose. He's a fucking piece of shit pussy, dude. Like, he just, he's a corporate, uh, one of those guys that just is a big college corporate dude who yeah. works for the radio station. I'm like, man, what happened to like being on radio and just being who dude, you want to be? You can't do that anymore. You can't do that with any radio stations because they're all owned by the same major company, which sucks. And it's actually been disadvantaged for bands that are up and coming. Because that's when you you get on radios, you get played. Luckily, as evil as social media can be, that's actually been so beneficial for bands getting their content out because there's so many people that are just bored and they're just scrolling all the time. So you now you get to put these reels and clips and songs. But it's also changed the game because now you don't really release albums. Like we're doing one now just because we're trying to upgrade our content. But after we get done with this album, it's going to be releasing singles because that's the name of the game now. Because people yes. are in yes. for the album. They don't buy albums, they buy singles, you know? Dude, if you ever listen to my podcast after this, I talk about that all the time. Bands don't release albums, albums anymore. They release singles. And releasing singles is kind of the way to do it because that's the name of the The industry's changed so much. I mean, yep. I, I assume you're probably similar in age to me. I did watch that podcast. You talked about this. What? What? I watched that podcast you talked about this in, actually. Yeah, so I, I, mean, I talk about it all the time, man. I, t- I talk about it all the time. One thing I do want to say is nine left dead. I asked you earlier. I called you. I said, is it spelt out nine or is it the number nine? And you're like, right. whatever you want. You're like, whatever you want. No, I'm no fucking manager or record label or whatever. <laughs> I would say this. Stay consistent. Either right. number nine or spelt out nine. Personally, I like both of them. But you got to pick one because right. when people look you up, they're going to want to see exactly what, you know, what exactly how it's uh, how it's spelt. Because if, if they spell the number nine or or they put the number nine, they might get something different if another band arises with a similar name. Right. You're right. That's something definitely we've thought about before. And it's it's definitely something we got to get figured out and work on because. But it, one of the big things we're into was the social media content. It was we had some stuff that got locked by the label, so we couldn't use the one we were using, which was all linked to the same name. So we had to 
go back and start revamping some of the stuff with like the number nine instead of the spelled out nine. So it's kind of dirt, 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 dirt bag. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dirt bags over there, anyways, man. <laughs> okay, you have a song. So you have a song called "The Bad Girl," right? Yep. This song came out was fucking seven years ago. Yeah, a little longer now, than that, I think. Okay, longer than that. Now yeah. you did send me some of your newer stuff, which is fucking fantastic. I got it on my text message. We're not gonna be able to play that. Right, it's here. not ready. Okay, it's not ready, but we are gonna play "Bad Girl." Now, this was when you were signed by Dirtbag. Yep, that was the okay. album we went out and toured on. Was the Wrong Things album. All right, so why don't you just sit there and relax for about three and a half minutes while we play this? While we play this song, <laughs> dude, dude, this song is dope, dude. This song is so good. You almost have in this particular song. I've compared you to other bands before. This particular song kind of reminds me of Hollywood Undead ish. Yeah, like what's the wrong spin? Like a little cut, not a country spin, but you can tell you from because I live in Oklahoma. I can tell you off. Oklahoma, from Oklahoma. Yep. Yeah, it's like it's like an Oklahoma <laughs> Hollywood and Dead style, right? Okay, exactly. Let's check it out. Here we go. Let me uh, take the overlay off and check out "Bad Girl" by Nine Left Dead. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you. 
we go with Bagger, dude. You know what? That's also a little Bloodhound gangy. It's like if Hollywood and yeah. that Bloodhound gang, that that would be kind of that that song, man. Yeah, one day off the air, I'll tell you a funny story about the Bloodhound Gang song. Just tell it on the air. Tell it on the air. <laughs> I can't. Come on, you dude. You can't, you can't say it without funny story and not say it. Dude, the craziest stories are best on podcasts. I'll bring I'll bring the other member on here, and he's got to tell you the story because I can't, okay. can't single him out. That way it's his fault, not we'll mine. Make, we'll make it a special episode. Make a special episode. That's right. We'll do that. I want to go I want to go with this, man. Um I saw you guys advertise. I followed you guys on Facebook after I, I found out who the band was. Great music, good sound, local to Oklahoma. You have that really good. I kind of like that rock with. You don't have a country twist at all to it, but it definitely has a little bit of uh, maybe, maybe, maybe red dirt or there, there's definitely yeah. an Oklahoma sound to it, right? For sure. You guys were going to. I don't know if you did or not. I, I know we talked about it earlier. I don't remember. I've been drinking all day, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So there was a. Uh, a show you guys were going to do with Tommy Vexed. Yeah. Uh, did that show ever happen? It got canceled. It was actually supposed to be yesterday, and he had some vocal issues going on. But we actually got another big one coming up, though, um, September 16th, and that's going to be in Chickasha, Oklahoma. We're opening up for Saliva up there. No shit, dude. I will go to it. When is it? September 16th. I'll get you some tickets. So my birthday is September eighth. So it's shortly after that birthday celebration. Is that is that well is that is that a weekend or is that? It's a Friday night in Chickasha. So live yeah, playing there, right? Why is live playing in Chickasha, Oklahoma? Dude, so there's a bar there, a venue now that this guy's been dumping money into, and it's epic. It's probably as good, if not better, than some of the Oklahoma City venues. It's called Legends, and. He's just doing it right, man. He's bringing in the right bands and he's setting up the the better local style bands that you know have worked their asses off to get to where they're at, and he's putting on these badass shows. He's just doing it right, and the is, venue's awesome, is, spectacular. Is Josie still their singer? No, so he's actually got a few shows scheduled with him, but Bobby's the one singing from now. But he is okay. he's just epic. We played a show with him recently at the Honeymoon Fest, that big festival they did in Oklahoma City. They were they impressed me because I've always been a big Slava fan and yeah, Josie. Man. Dude, but that was like early 2000s, right? And then, then they've, had some other songs. they've had some other songs since then. Are they still kicking? Dude, you know what? How hard? Like, okay, so changing the subject from Nine Left Dead to something like this, okay? Let's say your band, Saliva, let's say Saliva, right? Big, huge band, early 2000s. And now you're like, no one that's like 16 knows who you are, you know, because it's, it's <laughs> yeah. like mumble rap and shit like that, right? Right. And then you get a new singer. Now, and it's, especially after a new singer, is your band still relevant? Like, do you still make enough money to not have another job? Or Man, so what do you I think? Can't that quickly. I know the answer to that because we were just talking about this stuff the other day. It's kind of so funny to think about it. So you got to think about there's this, this specific target age group that's out there. And the reason why these bands like that and even us are having so much success still playing music is because those are the people that were responsible and like taught how to live right as a kid. So now we've all grown up and we've got jobs <laughs> and they can afford to pay for shit like that and go to concerts. So that's what all these people are doing. That's what they do with their downtime. Their kids are all gone to college or married or whatever. So now they're taking all their money and they're spending it going to concerts and buying up merch and shit. So yeah, I think it's, it's definitely doable. You just got to make sure you're still sticking to 
what created you and made you that big because those people want to hear you know is what that's the, still the music they're into you know now they've got the money to spend on it because they're adults with jobs so, so you don't think that anyone from saliva also works at walmart not that i'm aware of i actually know one of the guys is running a uh my management company on his, his little side project so he's actually well, helping teams get out there and be successful that's what bands do you know that's yeah. if you're in a band and you're smart you could be on the. You could get one big lick, one big hit, but you don't know if you're going to get another big hit, right? You don't. You right. don't know. You don't know. Right. And my recommendation, and don't take it from me, like I'm fucking no one. You know, who gives a fuck about who? What I think. But I would suggest taking your money and investing it in something else, whether a label or right. even not in the music industry, some other something else, so you secure. Uh, you secure your future because you just don't know. Like bands could make it big and then all of a sudden have nothing anymore. All right. Or pandemic. Look at pandemic, you know? Yeah. That's dude, dude. Bands down. It fucked bands up, man. Yeah. Especially That's the guys not- who do the backstage work, you know? Like those guys had to come off and try to figure out how to get jobs on something they don't really know how to do because they've been doing that stuff for so long and who would have thought it would just disappear like that, you know? Dude, that's why I started a podcast. I was like, these fucking bands ain't doing nothing anymore. They'll talk to me though on a, on a yeah, show. Yeah. Y'all get famous doing it. Of course, I did not get famous <laughs> doing it. No, I was like, you know, there was a hole to fill there, and that's actually not why I did it. I just happened to kind of bands were not touring, and now that they are touring again, luckily I'm big enough to talk to a lot of of, of really decent sized bands. Uh, yeah. I've been doing it for so long. Well, well, when while they couldn't tour, you know, they were happy to talk to anyone. There was actually a thing called podcast tours, right? Which is kind of still like no one listens. Like I, don't, I dude, I don't even listen to podcasts. I, I, listen, I listen to mine sometimes. <laughs> I listen to murder podcasts. That's a, that's a lot of what I listen to. I know it's weird, but oh, like the murder, uh, like true crime type shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, those are why those are interesting. Yeah, those are actually yeah. interesting. You know, a lot like, of them are interesting. It's just, I mean, it's not really a concept you think to stop and do. Like, hey, stop and listen to this podcast. Like when you do, and you actually start getting dove into them it's a lot interesting it's crazy you can sit there and listen to an hour conversation between two guys and it's intriguing you know because you're learning stuff and yeah you know you know i don't listen to podcasts but and i listen only mine every now and again just because uh i don't know i don't even like the way i sound but i do it just because it's my own show i'm like i'll listen to it does it suck yeah i fucking suck whatever okay (laughs) let's talk about let's talk about uh your new songs coming out okay you have you sent me two songs that yep. you, what are they called? Peak Soft and it made me do it. Okay, so when are those? Do you know when those are set to be released? And before you even answer that, do you plan on making music videos? Because I feel music yes. videos are a really big thing. Even though MTV is not there anymore, YouTube has taken music videos. Dude, that's what I literally. So we have like these band meetings and we talk about all this stuff. And uh, which, by the way, we're all new members besides me. You asked that earlier, but yeah. So these guys are business minded and it makes a big difference. And so that's what we talked about. I was like, dude, you got to realize this stuff's kind of weird, but it's coming back around like it does with everything. It's like now people are buying albums. They're not listening to them because nobody has CD players, but they're still buying them and they're buying records and music videos are huge. Again, people watch videos, even if it's a band standing in a room singing and dancing, you know, which I want to, I want to do like, kind of like falling in reverse bands like that where they make actual like storytelling videos like i love those and that's kind of what we're going to do and we are going to do it and the songs we're literally trying to get those out as soon as possible those two and one more for the first three off the album and the album we had a little bit of setback because we had some 
some issues with some members. And so we kind of changed the drummer around a little bit and we're, we're shopping in a new one right now. we got a guy filling in. That's our guitarist, but he's a badass drummer too. So we're going, we're working really hard on the album. We're hoping to have it for sure out by the end of the year, if not sooner is our goal. It's just what's, trying to make it, we want to make it right. You know, what's your plan as a band? You guys have been together. Okay. Here's a kind of a tough question. You guys have been together for what? Or well, no, the band's, Okay, Nine Left Dead has technically been a band for about a decade or so, right? Or maybe right. longer, okay? Yep. All new members now. You're the only consistent member of the band. You're the singer, songwriter. You have another, uh, I guess, singer, guitar player that plays with you. You also play guitar. What's the goal of your band? You are Okay, so you are no longer 25 years old, right? Right. Yeah, do hell you, no. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you think that where you're going and what you're doing, your band could eventually make enough money where you just do your band as a living. Like, is that a goal still for that's, you? That's our, that's our ultimate goal. Yeah, for sure. It's just Good. at the same time, we're doing it in a smart way to where we're not just jumping out there and touring and losing money. We're trying to branch out. Obviously we play a lot of local next year. We're diving in hardcore to regional because we've, we've already started expanding our following. Like as far as our streams, it's crazy. They're like all over the United States. We're actually out of the country quite a bit in different places. We're not to the point where we can afford to do that, but our goal is to do it, make smart moves to where if we go out and make a run, go out on a weekend right now, balancing work and real jobs, you know, or if we can take off vacation together, go run a week, it's just got to make sense that it's at least gotten close to balancing out what it costs us. Even if we don't make money on it, our biggest thing right now is to grow our fan base. So we're doing that financial move to where we're growing what our following is so that eventually – when we go out and make a run, we're coming back and made money. So, yeah, I think it's possible, and it's definitely our goal. We just got to do it in a smart financial way because, again, we're not that age. So we're taking care of things that we've established in life, like houses and bills and all that unfortunate crap, you know, but it's yeah. good to have, you know. <laughs> Dude, you know, I like your answer to that. I asked a band a similar question to what I just asked you, and they were like, nah, man, we're just doing this as a hobby. I'm like, why the fuck are you on my podcast? Like, you're yeah. not trying to grow your shit. Don't no, even no talk to me, dude. Right. You know I mean? That's awesome, dude. You know what? I, I I literally wish you guys the best of luck. You guys sound like your new songs that you texted me. I know they're unfinished, but you could tell there's a lot going on there. And that song with Bad Girl, I like the way it kind of like your cadence. It's almost, it's not rappy, but it, it, right. there's a little bit of rappiness to it. Most of your songs aren't really like that, though. Now nah, they're. They're a little more melodic, and with Brad, the other singer, it's we we dive into some harmonies now that I actually had never planned or dreamed we could actually get into, and we've had to learn each other, like the way we sing in our in our vocal stuff over the where, last year. So, Where'd you find him at, Chickasha? Man, so him and I are both working building power lines. That's what we do for a living. Yeah, uh, power a worker, so, you know about work. Yeah, it's it's literally, and we don't work at the same spot no more, but. We, we, you know, we're still like best of buds. And so it's just, man, he came over to record a country song because the dude has a country voice. <laughs> and he's like, I hate country music, man. I fucking hate it. I was like, well, how about let's try some rock and roll, man. And he's like, that's been my dream. I was like, I'll fuck set you up. So we just started kicking it in. And it, it's, it's just been amazing, dude. He actually probably has a better voice than I do, but together it's just magic, man. Like we what? were everything together. Why did you keep the name Nine Left Dead? When it's pretty much a whole brand new band, like why, why, why don't you just start a whole brand new band? Did you have like a following? You're like, ah, fuck it, we'll just keep the same name. Is that the reason why you like like name that much? 
it's a little bit of both because the, the name was mine to begin with. When we were about to get signed, we were actually called Harmful Swallowed, but there was a band out of California using it, so we got a cease and desist. So they were they wanted to use this name because it was my side project. Nine's always been my sports number. Left Dead was kind of what I felt like because I actually was going through cancer and stuff, and so oh, I kind of no felt shit. Like, yeah, I felt like I was kind of left for dead, kind of like a spiritual battle. And then later on, like you start looking at a number nine, it actually has a numerical meaning about going through trials and tribulations and starting new beginnings. So I couldn't get rid of the name, dude. It's a part I, of me. And we did have a following from it still. I, I do want to ask this uh, because I'm a podcaster, right? Uh, what kind of like the cancer, what kind that you, you no longer have cancer anymore, I would assume. Right. No, no. I had leukemia and I actually got it when I was like in the fifth grade. That's how I got into music. It was I have shit to do. Nobody wanted to be around me because they thought I was contagious because there were small kids and didn't know better so my cousin brought me a guitar i was like you want to borrow my guitar i was like yeah i fucking got nothing else to do i was tired of nintendo i played it like 12 hours a day so jumped on the guitar and taught myself how to play dude that's so that's an incredible story to have had cancer beat it and that's what got you into music man yeah yeah that's that's like one of those deals like if i went back in time it's hard to say like i wouldn't want to go through that again because it's made me really who I am, even though like I've fucked up point of views, it's because of that. And it's like, I don't take things for granted and which we talked a little bit about, you know, like I don't take shit for granted. You know, you don't, you don't know when your last day is. And that one, it took a year to figure out I had it. So I'd almost died anyways. I didn't have any use of my arms or my legs. And then went to a specialist. They figured it out in a day, started treating me. I went into remission pretty quick, but it was like a three or four year process where I was going through getting chemo every, every week. I had to stay in a hospital every other week for three to five days at a time. So yeah, dude, I don't take shit for granted. And it's 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 kind of why, like, I feel like I've been meant to play music. So I've never, I walked away from it one time, feeling like I could give it up. But then I realized, man, like, I was born to do this shit. Like, even if it's at this level or another level, obviously my dreams to play it for a living. But if that works, it works. If it doesn't, I'm at least changing people's lives as much as I can in any situation I get the opportunity to, you know? Dude, you, look, man, you, dude, just from that story alone, I'll be in Chickasheen next week and the week after, I may hit you up, may go out, get a drink or get some dinner or some lunch or something like that. That'd be, that'd be a fun time. We're about to get off here. Uh, I do want you to stay there when I play the outro song, but I do, I know you're, you're either, was that your brother, your friend? Your yeah, brother, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> brother. Let's, let's, let's say hi to him for one second. Let's find him. Only because I like his yeah. did he leave the, did he leave the truck? No. Oh, there he is. Hey, there he is. Today, so. Are you guys in Chickasha right now? Man, we're in between. Chickasha and El Reno because we're headed to go party for my buddy, for my buddy's birthday, Kurt. He's one of our super fans, but also became basically a damn good friend from just hanging out at our shows and loving our music. So, well, hi, Kurt, Kurt, K U R T, K E R T. If I misspell it, I'm sorry, Kurt. That's why I've been spelling hey. it on my phone. <laughs> Happy birthday to Kurt! Yeah, um, somewhere between uh, El Reno, He's in El Reno, Happy <laughs> <El Reno. laughs> birthday to Kurt in El Reno. Travis, dude, thank you so much. Stay right there. Do not leave uh, the podcast till after the outro song plays, please. I do want to thank everyone who listens to our episode. Check us out on all podcasting platforms. Uh, That's all I got. Peace out. Rock on. Much love. And listen. Yeah, you're welcome. And listen to Nine Left Dead. Let's go. Here we go. This is the loud spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Yes. Does anything that good really have to end? Yes. A pin post, half a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 